Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, JC. This is Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Brother Mike. Have a great day. Thank you. You're welcome. On this freeway. Okay. You be safe out there. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. I'll be your hostess for today. Happy Monday. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. I am your hostess for today. Happy Monday. God is good all the time. Enjoy your day, sweetheart. Thank you. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, sis. Oh, good morning, sis. How are you? Hanging in there. How about you? Well, I'm having some bad times, so. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I know. I'll keep you in prayer, baby. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning. Anyone else join the call? Like to say hello or good morning, happy Monday. Be safe out there. Be blessed. God is good all the time. Good morning, JC. Yes, he is good, amazing, faithful, never failing. His strength. Hallelujah. Ah, yeah, no mercy. Yes, Lord, I thank you for this. Monday. Happy Monday. Happy it's Monday, Miss Rochelle. Yes. You have a blessed week, sweetie. Anyone you else? Too. Good morning. Thank you. Happy Monday. It's kind Kim. Good morning and happy Monday, kind Kim. Likewise, blessing. Thank you. Have a good day. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, have a great day. <laughs> good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday, and God bless you too. Have a great day. Thank you. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. I am your hostess for today. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning. Beginning of a new week. We are blessed. Good morning. Happy Monday, everyone. This is Brianna. Um, I'd like to put in a prayer request, please. Good morning, Brianna. Okay, go ahead, huh? Um, it's for my sister Latoya. She's um kind end of the weather this morning and not feeling better as she thought she is was gonna be. Um and so just prayers for her and prayers for uh, my niece and nephew too because you know once kids get sick it can be a challenge so um just prayers for their whole family okay got you brianna you have a blessed day 
Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else like to say hello? This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Hello, good morning. It's Moxie. Hello, the Claire Victory family. Happy Monday. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Glory be to God. You too. (laughs) Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Is there anyone else who wants to say good morning before we get started? Good morning. It's Grateful Dead Reverend. Good morning. Happy Monday, everyone. Hey, Grateful Deborah, Evans, and Monica. Happy Monday. You have a good day, sister. Thank Thank you. you, Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, well, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again. My name is JC, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of October, where our monthly theme is entitled Sonship. Each declarer will focus on establishing and solidifying our knowledge and understanding of our sonship through Christ so that we can walk in our true identity in Christ. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters for married couples or married hopefuls. You can call in to the same phone number tonight at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. I'll have two spoken prayer reports. Prayer request is made. The first one is from Sis Susie. Just keep her lifted in prayer. The other one is from Brianna for Sister Latoya, who's under the weather, and for her nieces and nephews and her entire family. I have one spoken prayer request for my cousin Jatanda. Her daughter Naya was deliberately ran over by a car on Saturday night, and she's in, in the hospital now. So if you can keep her lifted up in prayer, I would really appreciate it. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Pretty Patrice. Declaration will be brought by Pamela. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. Once again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Pretty Patrice. Declaration will be brought by Pamela. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today, Romans 8 and 16, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the core warrior, Pretty Patrice. God bless you all. Have a great day. God bless you, JC. JC, what was your prayer request? Um, my cousin Jaconda, her daughter got hit by a car deliberately last Miss What's her name? The baby's name is Naya. Her daughter's name is Naya. Naya. Thank you Thank so you. much, JC. God bless Thank you. you. Thank you, sweetie. You too. Oh, hallelujah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for the breath of life, O oh God, for the activity of our limbs, O oh God. We thank you that we are in our right mind, O oh God, with our minds stayed on you this morning, God. 
thank you that you watched over us last night, God, that you let no hurt, harm, or danger come nigh to our dwelling places, God. We thank you this morning, God, for newness of life, God. Thank you, God. Oh, hallelujah. Someone didn't wake up this morning, God. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for being our provider, oh God. Thank you for being our way maker, oh God. Always making ways out of no ways, oh God. Thank you for being our deliverer, oh God. You brought us out of darkness into your marvelous light, oh God. And for that, we say thank you, God. Thank you, God, for being our healer, oh God. You were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace is upon, is upon us. And by your strike, we are healed. So we thank you, oh God, for our healing on this morning. We walk in our healing on this morning, oh God. So we thank you, oh God, for Nyla in the mighty name of Jesus. And we ask, oh God, that you cover and you apply the blood of Jesus over her life, Father God. And we ask for forgiveness for those that ran her over in the car. We thank you for JC, oh God. And for Jaconda, oh God, standing in the gap for her in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for Susie, oh God, for healing, oh God, in her mind, her body, and her spirit, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for Brianna, oh God, asking for prayer for Latoya, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, oh God, in advance for her healing. Can you please put your phone on mute? Thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, and we pray and stand in the gap for Yolandra, who is not feeling well on this morning. We thank you, O oh God, for her healing as well, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We know that all we have to do is call on the name of Jesus. There is healing in that name. We thank you, O oh God, hallelujah, for a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit, O oh God. We ask that you forgive us for our sins, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you, O oh God, that you continue to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, O oh God. Matthew 5 and 8 says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We want to see you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that when we're in our stuff, God, we want to be able to see you, God, in everything. You said in everything to give thanks, God. So we thank you even in our pain, Father God. We thank you, oh God, for marriages on today, God. Continue to bind us in love and bind us in unity, oh God. We thank you for marriage matters, oh God, and the vehicle that you used, oh God, to start that line. Thank you, God, for declare victory and everyone under the sound of my voice, everyone represented on this line. I apply the blood of Jesus over their lives, oh God. We pray for our children and our grandchildren, oh God. Continue to guide them, oh God. Order their footsteps, oh God. Show them the way in which they should go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let them be a light, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for those that are in the uh, elements, oh God. We pray, oh God, for a covering over their lives, God. And if this four walls that they desire, oh, God, we pray that that is in the midst, oh, God. But, Father God, I pray that they find you now. I pray that they find you right where they are in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Hallelujah. No weapon. We know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against rulers of darkness, 
Hallelujah. We know that it's not people that harm us, oh God. That the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, God. So we need not to be angry with people. We thank you that you have ruled over us, Father God. And you are in us. So that means the greater one is on the inside. You said greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So we thank you, God, that we have the greater one on the inside of us. And we know that we can call on you. There's power in the name of Jesus. And so, Father God, we thank you for uh, our government and those that are making decisions over our lives. We pray for them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for those that are at war right now, God. Israel, oh God, Palestine, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And I speak peace over that region, oh God, in the name of Jesus. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what it feels like, we're going to stand on the word of God and we're going to trust in your holy word, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for the ability to call on the name of Jesus. You said every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. So have your way in our lives, oh God. Have your way in our lives, oh God. Continue to use us for your glory and for your honor, oh God. I pray for those that are on their way to work, oh God. I pray that you keep a hedge of protection and encamp your angels round about them in their vehicles, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that they get to work safely, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for Dion, oh God. I pray, oh God, your protection over her life and the lives of her children and her family, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, oh God, as she continues to seek your face, oh God. Thank you, oh God, that she continues to guide, oh God. Hallelujah. Continue to hear, oh God, what thus said the Lord. So we thank you in advance for what you're going to do in her and through her, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for those that are behind the scenes on this line, oh God. Hey, hallelujah. I thank you, oh God, that they continue to work behind the scenes. Thank you, God, for their willingness to serve God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you in advance for all the souls that will be one to build your kingdom, oh God. Hallelujah. You told us to go out into the highways and byways to compel men and women to come, that they must come running to ask, what must I do to be saved? So thank you, God, that you continue to use us for your glory and for your honor, oh God, to build your kingdom, God. Your kingdom come, your will be done in our lives, oh God. Hallelujah. So we ask, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, in advance for what you're going to do. So, Father God, we thank you that we have this opportunity to give your name praise, to give your name honor, oh God. And we ask, oh God, that you continue to fill us and refill us with your spirit, God. Give us a mind to study to show ourselves approved, oh God. Give us a mind to fast and to pray, oh God. Hallelujah. To pay our tithes, oh God. To respect those that have rule over us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. We know, oh God, that obedience is better than sacrifice, oh God. So we thank you, oh God, that we are obedient to your word, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. So as we take our phones off mute, 
We just want to give your name, praise, glory, and honor, God. If we had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to you, Lord. Thank you for you, Thank you for who you are.
uh, give thanks to all of those who have um, participated on the call this morning, to the greeter and to uh, the prayer warrior who was praying this morning. I didn't recognize your voice, so I apologize. Um, it's uh, such a blessing. Um, I know I haven't done a declaration in a while, um, so I thank God to be able to just um, get on the call and be able to be used to do a declaration again. Um, um, I also want to thank Rochelle and Dion. Um, thank you so much, Rochelle, for just being so diligent and reminding us uh, what the topics are and when to get on, so I appreciate you. All right, let's get started. Um, I have a guest who's going to be joining me. Um, Erica, are you ready? Okay. Hey, Pammy, you may want to send Pam. Rochelle her number, huh? did you? You sent yeah, Rochelle her number? she's on. Okay. Yes, she's okay. on. Thanks. As Ms. Pam said, she'll be joining on soon. And I'm Erica with the K, and I'm 13 years old. I'm a student at Shawnee Mission Junior High in Overland Park, Kansas. And I remember the day that I was born. It was August 18th, 2021. I, I know, I know many of you guys are saying, how could that be? Like that would make you like two years old. And I would say you're right, because I'm two years old in Christ. Because um, August 18th, 2021 was the day that I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And that was the day that he welcomed me into his family as his son. Well, rather daughter. <laughs> but I can remember as if it was yesterday. Me and a couple of my friends from the neighborhood attended this summer vacation Bible school at one of the local churches around the corner from my house. And um, after about an hour of begging and pleading with my parents, they finally agreed to allow me to go. And clearly it was a lot of hesitation, but you see why I was blessed to have a family Yet, within the dynamic of my family, um, I was born to secrecy. No child should ever have to do this. I mean, why was I not allowed to reveal the truth behind the door of my own home? Why was I not allowed to speak about what was happening inside my house? These things let me question what was truth? What was the truth? Am I being denied the opportunity to walk in truth? Was I being taught that it's okay to lie? Or is it only okay to lie when your parents tell you to lie? I mean, really? Does that make any sense? As a child, I was searching for the truth from behind the doors of my home, but clearly I found it one day when the presence of my father, my, my heavenly father, while my earthly father neither gave me any access to that truth or love or comfort, he only thought that his purpose and role as a father was to provide material things that I know one day will perish. But my Heavenly Father opened that door, that door to life that was filled with not only love and compassion, but the assurance that I was not only safe, but I could be strong through Him. And my Heavenly Father gave me this peace, and He provided me with tools to never fear this world's challenge or unforeseen enemies. 
You see, my Heavenly Father adopted me when I was 11 years old. And while I would still live with my earthly parents, I always had this excitement within me and knowing with anticipation and knowledge that one day my big brother, Jesus, would come and get me so that I could be rescued from this life and finally live with my Heavenly Father. In 1 John 3, verse 2, it basically says that, that all creatures are the creation of God and only those by faith who receive Christ my Savior, can truthfully be called the children and sons of God. For me, I found so much about my sonship in the Bible. So for this declaration, I want you to get your notebooks out because I got a ton of scriptures for you. Let's get started with Ephesians 4, verse 21 and 24. It tells us to throw off our own sinful nature and our former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. You see, as I was walking in sonship, I walked as if I had this new body and new mind. For Romans 12 verse 2 told me that I wasn't conformed to the patterns of the world, but I was to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. In 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, in the New Living Bible said, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, and the new life has begun. You see, my sonship was established in my new birth. And as a Christian, I should be walking as a new creation, and I should have a new view of Christ, just as I should have a new view of those around me. So in other words, whenever I went to school, I had to make sure that I was walking in my sonship, and I had to make sure that I was treating others with kindness and love and so that they could see Jesus in me, just as God has been so merciful and loving to me, because this new relationship I found in God is so precious and glorious. Now, in First John 5 and 13 speaks of sonship with great confidence. And it says, these things that I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. You see, God wants his children to know with assurance of, his, of their sonship, and they should be assured that eternal life should be theirs. Just as Paul believed that the Holy Spirit provided assurance of sonship for it. In Romans 8, verse 14 through 16, it tells us, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God, because you have not received the Spirit that makes you fearful slaves, but instead you received the Spirit of God when he adopted you as his own children, and now we can call him Abba Father, which basically means Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> and like a child calling out to their father, we can call out to our God. And verse 16 says, his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are his children. This scripture gives me confidence to walk in that assurance of my sonship. You see, assurance of sonship should give us comfort and security. Assurance of sonship should inspire love and gratitude. Assurance of sonship 
should equip us with Christian witness because the nature of my sonship was spiritual. It was the result of God's Holy Spirit. So when I received Christ into my heart, into my life, my sonship became divine and I became partakers of the divine nature. You see, the nature of God was planted in the center of my soul and I became a new creature in Christ Jesus. And as I walked in my sonship, it became evident to me that my sonship was eternal, never ending. That's why in John 10, verse 28, he says, And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one shall snatch them out of my hand. Now, as I was walking in my sonship, in sonship, it became evident to me that there is this obligation and responsibility in this sonship. Now, the first obligation is that love to God and to all humans. And because I put on this new body and this new way of thinking, I could no longer be selfish. I could no longer keep all this glorious blessing to myself that God had given me. But it required me to share and tell others about God's love and the sonship that I was walking in and to share with them how they too could walk in sonship. And as I was walking with God, it actually drew me closer to my family and my friends. And it caused me to even have compassion with my enemies. And as I walked in sonship, it drew me to become more obedient to God. And just so you know, this obedience came out of a place of love rather than fear. The Thessalonians 2 verse 11 and 12 told me that a child of God is to walk worthy of the name he or she bears. It says, just as you know how we were exhorted and encouraging and imploring each one of you as the father would his own children so that you would walk in a manner worthy of the God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And for those who are obedient, there are certain rights and privileges that come with sonship. Number one is the authority and power over all of Satan's kingdom. For Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power and authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all authority over the enemy. This power he's speaking of is positional power. Secondly, I found out that every promise that belongs to me is part of my inheritance as a child of God. I don't have to pray for it. I don't have to fast for it. I don't even have to be good enough for it. I don't have to earn it. I just have to take my place as his son and receive it. Okay, I'm sure you want to prove that in scripture. <laughs> well, first, Corinthians verse 3, chapter 3, verses 21 and 23 says, don't boast about following a particular human leader, for everything belongs to you, whether Paul or Apollo or Peter or the world or life and death or the present and the future, everything belongs to you. And you belong to Christ, and even Christ belongs to God. 
this means that I can be blessed to heal and cast out demons just like Peter and Paul because I have the Holy Spirit and he can anoint me to do things just like them. Now that I'm walking in sonship of God, also in Romans 8, verse 32, it tells us that he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Then there's Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heaven, in heavenly places in Christ. Then in Second Peter 1, verse 3, it says, According to his divine power, hath given us all things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. Do you remember the story of the prodigal son? Remember the older son that stayed home and how he was angry when his brother came home? Listen to him in Luke 15, verse 29 and 30. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. And his father came out and begged him, but he replied, all these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing for you told me to. And all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet, when this son of yours come back, after squandering all your money on prostitutes, you celebrate him by killing your fattened calf. Then the father said to him, look, dear son, you always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. Let's listen to the father's words. He's been with him all this time. He's had the opportunity to have everything that he wanted, but he forgot that he's always had his father with him. He had no reason to want anything. The saddest calf could have been his. The largest kid was always available to him. Kind of reminds me of Dorothy when she went away to Oz. And when she asked him to get her home, He told her she had the power and the ability to go home all along because all she had to do was click her ruby slippers three times together and she could have already been home. Instead, she experienced all this threat from her enemy, the wicked witch. How often do we forget who we are? Like the oldest son in Luke, are you also considering yourself to be a slave? Because he thought himself to be a slave and not his father's son. How often do we forget what we have in our hands? How often do we forget the promises of God and who we belong to? Miss Pam, would you like to share your story at this time? Yeah, Erica, thank you so much. Um, This kind of reminds me of my sisters also and my niece who lives in Arizona. Um, Following the death of my mom, as many of you know, a few of us went to my dad's house and um, we began to help him, you know, move some of his, my mom's things and make the room a little bit more comfortable for my dad. Now, Many of you who have met my mom, you know that she is a very fashionable fashionable dresser, uh, and she's always wearing her red lipstick. (laughs) 
um, she's always been very confident in who she was, and she never really was bothered by any of the naysayers. And so before two of my sisters left to go back home, we made an announcement the night before that we were going to go to dad's, and if anybody wanted to help us, they could, um, because we'd be going through mom's things. But everybody said they didn't want to, and my dad said he was welcome to have us take whatever we wanted. So we began to look at mom's Sunday hats. I'm not really big at wearing hats, but my younger sister, she loves wearing Sunday hats. In fact, when she wears them, she looks just like my mother. So we took all of these boxes out of the closet and we laid them all over the bed and floor and we started going through them one by one and trying them on, laughing about which one looked better on the other one. And finally, we each kind of settled with like two or three hats each and we made sure that we left at least 15 to 20 for any other family members who may have wanted to look through the rest of them. Well, the next day, my oldest sister found out that we had that opportunity to go through mom's hats. And she was so furious. Um, she approached my dad with this anger and she started saying why did he allow us to go through mom's things without everybody being present and I tried to explain to her that we had made the announcement and informed everybody that we were going to be doing this and anybody wanted to come uh, to come on and join us um, and her and my other sister said no as well as my niece so they didn't, you know, they never came. And meanwhile, my sister, you know, got even more upset. And my dad came into the room and he just kind of stopped her. And he gently said to her, look, you guys live here in Arizona. Your mom's been in California for over 10 months. And at any time, you and your sisters could have come to the house and taken every single thing your mom had. We knew that she wasn't going to go back to Arizona because she was so frail. So she didn't have any use for any of those closets, any use for any of those clothes in the closet. Yet my sister never bothered to realize that she had access to everything for 10 months and never took advantage of it. You see, God has given us access to the kingdom of God and all of his privileges and benefits of walking as sonship of God. But how many of us fail to, for however many years you've been walking with the Lord, how many of us have failed to take advantage of the full privileges, the rights and the benefits of being a son of God. It said that instead, sometimes we forget who we are in Christ. We forget all about our sonship, and we allow ourselves to be subject to difficult times. So I ask, who are you? You see, many of us forget that we're walking in sonship. We forget that we're sons and daughters and not slaves. Why is it so important to know that we should be walking in our sonship? Let me ask another question. How does a slave live? Slaves feel they really don't belong. Slaves feel they're worthless and that their worth is based on their performance. If they perform well, they'll have a place, but if they don't, they'll be punished. You see, slaves are sensitive to any criticism, real or imagined, because they believe that someone is going to take their spot. And slaves see God as a master to impress. 
not as a father to love. How many of us honest enough to admit that this has been you at some point in your life? I know I have. So how should a son live? You see, sons believe they belong. They don't walk or function out of fear, but rather faith. And sons want to be producers, not performers. And when sons mess up, they feel corrected, while slaves feel punished. What does it mean to be a son of God? To be a son of God means that God is now our father, and he's adopted us to be his son and to walk in sonship. Now, the word adoption in the Jewish tradition does not mean the same in the Western culture. In our mind, adoption means to take someone outside our family and make them a part of our family. But in the Jewish tradition, adoption means to take your own child and make him your son. Are you walking in your sonship? Are you a son of Jesus? Are you walking in your full privilege and power? Because the Bible says that we should walk in power and authority that we should know who we are in Christ Jesus, that not only should we know who we are, but that we should be obedient to God's word. We should follow after um, the precepts that God has laid down for us to follow and not do it out um, out of fear of God, but do it out of love and compassion of getting to know your father. Just think about when you were dating, all the things and hoops that you jumped through to get to really know the person that you were with. You would find out what they love to eat. You'd find out what they like to wear. You'd find out what their favorite cologne is or what their favorite thing Uh, you know, anything that they liked, you know, their favorite pair of tennis shoes. And you made sure that you showed them love, not always through um, material, but through cooking and through taking them to places that they like to go and sharing in that with them. That's the way God wants to be treated. He wants us to get to know him. He wants to be passionate about who he is. We want us to, um, as we're walking in sonship, that we are um, compassionate about who she is and compassionate about learning his word and following after it and being obedient as we, as we worship him. Um, the Bible says that in Romans 21, 17, that we are more than conquerors, and conquerors inherit all this. Oh, my gosh, my iPad just jumped. Um, so in Revelation 21.7, it says, conquerors inherit all this. I'll be God to them. They'll be sons and daughters to me. But since we're more than just conquerors so that God and God is to us and we are his sons and daughters, as sonship, we have authority. So we have authority and we have power and we have victory when we are sons of God. We're walking in sonship. In the Amplified Bible, in Luke 10, 13, it says, Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample over scorpions and serpents and physical and mental strength and ability over all power of the enemy, and nothing shall harm you in any way. And in Psalm 107, we find this list of privileges 
of Walking in Sonship. And I really want to encourage you to read that whole book. Try to read the whole book, Psalms 107. Now, in verse 7, it tells us that God provides their settlement. Verse 9 says that he satisfied the thirsty and fills the hungry. Verse 13 says that he saves them from distress, darkness, and the deepest gloom. That is, And it says that he broke their chains. Verse 20 says he sends forth his word and heals them. Verse 30 says he guides them to their desired havens. Verse 38 says he blesses them to increase their numbers. Now, knowing all that we know about sonship, I ask, will you walk in sonship completely or will you be like Nicodemus? <laughs> you know, if you really think about who Nicodemus was, he actually was a Christian. He actually belonged to a church. Um, he 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 uh, read the word. He knew the word. Um, in fact, he was a leader in the church, and he studied the scriptures. He prayed regularly, regularly, <laughs> and deep inside of him, he was not what God wanted him to be. He was just religious and not yet a son of the Most High God. He did not have a hold of his sonship yet. I really am praying that we don't operate out of just being recognized, that we do things just to get recognition for who we are, or we strive to just daily get a hold of um, appearance for appearance sake. But if we're walking in our sonship with God, we don't need to try to uh, become someone else or something for others to worship. We're already something. We're a child of the only living God. And so it is time for us to really grab hold of this truth and to live as men and women who know that they are sons of God. And let's walk in sonship. Let's walk with that new body and mind. And let's remember the benefits and privileges of being sons of God. At this time, I want to just kind of open the call up to um, those who'd like to say good morning, if we have any new callers on the line, um, go ahead and release your phones, release, um, release your mute button, and say good morning. Good morning, this is David. You did an excellent job, Mom. Love you. Oh, love you, David. I thought you were on the work. Thank you. I'm getting ready to leave now. <laughs> All right. Bye. Um, any other um any men who are on the call who would like to say good morning? All others, feel free to join on. Morning. Good morning. This is Jubilant. That is so beautiful. I like the way you unpack that. I'm not going to, you know. But... Good morning, Ju Juliet. Good morning, Ms. Omiya. Leonia, how are you doing, sweetheart? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Good, good. It's good. You have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you.
Good morning. This is this is great declaration. Good morning. Good morning, Pamela. This is Gloria. Thank you hey, for that Gloria. great. Good to hear you. Good to hear you too. Um, if anyone has any questions or comments or um, any need any clarification, we'll open the call up. Hello? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Angela. Um, I was invited to uh, call in this morning by Imani. Um, Glover, I don't know if she's still on here, um, but I just wanted to say thank you for the prayer and uh, declaration this morning. Um, I'm still learning a lot, and Monty has agreed to give me some resources, so that's why I'm here listening in as I'm getting ready for work, but um, I just wanted to say thank you, um, and I hope you all have a great day. Amen. Thank you so much for calling in. And um You're anyone else? Good morning, uh, Pamela. This is Trarita. Hi, good morning. Hey, good morning. Awesome, um awesome declaration. He was oh, well done. You. He was well done. I appreciate it. And Angela, this is Trumina, um, Imani's friend. Welcome to the call. Let both everyone have a blessed, awesome day. Amen. Thank you. Okay, I won't hold us if there's no one else. All right, I'll go ahead and close this out in prayer. Father God, we just come to you this morning thanking you, God, that this topic on sonship, God, that we can explore, God, who we are in Christ, God, and if we are really walking in sonship with you, God, God, I thank you, God, for an opportunity to be used, God, and I pray, Lord, that um, everyone who is listening on the call, God, would um, find freedom, God, in walking in sonship and that they will um, as they uh, continue to uh, obey God and continue to uh, be led by the Holy Spirit in all their endeavors, God. We just give you all the glory and blessings and mercy in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Pamela Jordan, have a great day, as Rochelle. I'm sorry I just chimed in late. I mean, I got off mute late. But thank you for your share this morning. I love oh, you, and thank you for that. Appreciate you. I love you, too. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Have a great day. Declare victory. Thank you. You, too. Have a great day. Blessings. Oh, I love you, too. Goodbye. Well, don't work too hard, girlfriend, but have a great day. (laughs) Amen. Amen.